0: Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in. You are listening to Captain Roy's Rusty Rocket Radio Show, the UK Geek Science Fiction, Fantasy and Horror Podcast. This is episode 471, recorded today on New Year's Day, Saturday the 1st of January 2023 at 23.46.07. Slightly ...later than I thought it would be, but we are still on New Year's Day, so Happy New Year! Especially crashes. Last night's New Year celebrations were as I expected they would be. The usual Matur family affair. It was a mixture of chaos, bickering, shouting, cheering. It was an absolute racket as usual. So that was good, I suppose. Just to let you know, though, I wrote the above paragraph that I've just used for my show notes. I haven't spouted them out verbatim, but I wrote what I thought New Year's Eve celebrations were going to be like before the event knowing exactly what to expect. It would have been interesting if I was wrong, I wasn't. An example of the chaos was when (laughs) my mother dusted off a bottle of something, poured us all a drink, and then watched as I choked on it because it was meant to be diluted with water. (sighs) Ah, things turned out for the best, though, so that's the main thing. I recorded some of it. The audio quality won't be great. I recorded it on my old phone, my Honor Nine Light, so that you could have a listen. I'll insert that excerpt here when I edit tomorrow. Here we go then. Listen to the Matur <laughs> New Year celebrations in 3, 2, 1... listen in one two three yeah we're back okay if you can hear a difference there is a reason for that i'm a bit hesitant in telling you because it will make you think that i'm insane i'm on the sm7b again (laughs) the reason for that is when i edited the last pod and the one before that And a few of the pods recently on the SM58, what I'm realising again, because I seem to have forgotten that, was how laborious it was. Because the SM58 has a top-end spike, which accentuates my clickiness, which you can probably hear even on this less clicky mic, hopefully, fingers crossed. I think the SM58 is a clearer mic than the SM7B, but because of that extra clickiness, I have saved the SM7B from eBay. Oh, and what I've also found is that luckily the uh, Sony pcm 10 the recorder that I use, does have enough gain to drive that mic even without any tinkering about or finding a separate phantom power supply to put in the chain and then plug my Triton Fett head into it. Didn't have to do any of that. I'm using the same gain level that I use on the SM58. Uh, I'm looking at my input levels now. I can't see quite clearly how much input I'm getting, but it looks okay. Ah, short sight. Eventually... What I'll do is I'll mount my recorder to my mic stand so I don't have to strain my eyes to see that I'm getting a good level. But yeah, anyway, mic change. Sorry, I'm still talking about it. Let us move on to the show. That's what we're here for. And oh my god, even more comic book chat. Two days in a row. What is happening? In the last big podcast, not The one yesterday, because that was only about a minute and a half long. We talked about an Amar Chitra Kathar comic, regarding the mythology and story of Krishna. Today we are in the DC Universe, and talking about that disreputable character Lobo. I first read of Lobo from the 1990 comic book, series from the 90s anyway sometime in the 90s was it 1990 i don't know it's not in my show notes i'm not going to go back and google now and that comic book series was the quite well known the last Zarnian, written by the recently passed alan grant and while we're on the subject r.i.p alan grant i know Alan Grant Best from 2000AD's Tharx Future Shocks, well, most of the writers started on Future Shocks, Judge Dredd, Strontium Dog, Anderson's Psy Division, and many other comics that he worked on. As for the art, Mr. Muscles, Simon Bisley, was very, very obviously the artist. About Lobo, Lobo, if you don't already know, is an overmuscled, indestructible, ultra-violent, psychopathic, meathead space biker with zero self-control, originally conceived for DC as a parody of macho male superheroes by Keith Giffen and Roger Slifer in the 80s, but taking on a cult following all of his own. Because, as we all know by now, irony is totally wasted on the stupid. (sighs) Complaining about stupid people isn't the point of this. What is the point of this is that Jason Momoa, Aquaman, (laughs) Duncan Idaho in June, is slated for the role of Lobo, according to rumours from James Gunn. And now that Gunn is in the DC hot seat... Who knows? I don't know whether I'd want a Lobo movie. I was amused by the last Zonian. At the time, I quite enjoyed his seeking terminal revenge on his fusty old schoolteacher. But Lobo's a one-trick pony, much like Marvel's Nutboy Sabretooth. So, yeah, I don't know if I want a Lobo movie... And I can't see it being a series. If there were to be a movie, do you know who would be good at directing it? And I rarely say this because I'm not a great fan of his movies, but in this case, he would be perfect, and that is Taika Watiti. But he is otherwise engaged. Next, Paper Girls. I finished the first season of this time travel science fiction show that is based on a comic about four 12-year-old girls trapped in a time paradox and a war between two high-tech factions. I briefly reviewed them in far more detail than I'm going to hear in pod 468, so go back and listen to that if you want. I enjoyed Paper Girls and noted the similarities and references to the Terminator movies, and the Quantum Leap television series. Do you remember Quantum Leap? Ah, with Scott Bakula? It has been a long time since I told you that I have probably met Scott Bakula. Ah, it was a long time ago. It was in a bar. (laughs) Sounds like crap, doesn't it? No, I'm pretty sure I did. In Vancouver, at a bar, at Stamps Landing. Scott, if you were there, why am I even bothering? He's probably floating in a pool at his mansion. Oh, okay. Mansion. I wish I had one of those. I don't know, maybe not. The energy bills. Okay, i finished talking about paper girls. What's next? His Dark Materials When I started the show notes for this episode, I was still watching His Dark Materials. By now, I've choo-chooed through the final Season 3, though I must admit I cannot recall quite how we got to this point, but I was in no mood to re-watch to recap So I just started and worked my way through Season 3 without going back to the end of Season 2 or anything. I enjoyed it. By the way, before I talk about this, there are going to be spoilers ahead, so if you haven't seen Season 3 of His Dark Materials, the Beeb show, then perhaps go and watch it first and then come back to this. And so... The authority, an evil angel who set himself up as the god of the multiverse, rules through his regent, Metatron, the once-human Enoch. And yes, this git is in the Bible, and yes, he does sound like some kind of half assed transformer. Metatron has upped his war against an alliance of Azrael's goodies, made up of humans, witches, angels, these flitty little buggers who I can't remember what they are officially in the story, but I'm guessing some kind of fairies, from multiple worlds who want to create a republic of heaven on earth. Meanwhile Lyra searches for Roger, her little companion, if you remember him, in the land of the dead with the help of Will and his subtle knife that can slice through dimensions. They find and liberate the dead, including Roger, from their prison. An Earth scientist flips from world to world using the I Ching to navigate portals, hoping to rescue the pair of them. Which I found a little puzzling, as the teens seem pretty damn self-sufficient while she is completely out of her depth, but she has a role which we find out at the end. The end comes when Azrael and Marissa drag Metatron into an abyss of dust. Azrael's machine brings heaven down, God dies. <laughs> And Lyra and Will have to go back to their separate worlds while the angels heal the wounds caused by the knife. And that is it. It's a bitter sweet ending. And man, Philip Pullman killed God. <laughs> I quite enjoyed it, as I said at the top of this item. I'll let the incessant background music that goes on and on and on for the sake of the cute, talking, skating, quadruped, megafauna, perhaps? People with trunks, anyway. And yeah, that is it for His Dark Materials. I can't remember if Philip Pullman brought a book out after that, or what happened. But yeah, His Dark Materials is done. Three seasons was definitely enough. And that is it for the main geek stuff chat this week. Let us go on to talking about some non-genre media. In this case, the big one is that I finally got to see Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. I'll say right at the top of this, I do generally like Ryan Johnson's work, except Looper, with its completely pants logic. Particularly films like Brick, which if you haven't seen, you need to see. The Last Jedi as well, I like that. I think it's the best of the new Star Wars movies. And these Knives Out films as well, they're great. I also like him because, like me, he loves pulp. He also plays the banjo, which isn't that different from the banjo-lele? Which is, of course, the most divine of all instruments ever conceived, if I do say so myself. Which, I tend to only say so myself. I don't think anyone agrees with that, even other banjo and banjo-lele players. It is a raucous instrument. But, like all instruments, you don't have to play that way. Why am I drifting off to talking about banjo I'll stop now. Okay. Glass Onion. (laughs) Glass Onion is the 2022 sequel to the 2019 hit, Knives Out, which is a murder mystery in the tradition of Agatha Christie, Columbo, that kind of thing. And here's my brief review in case you haven't seen it yet. I'll try not to spoil too much. But again, if you're like me and want to arrive at a film completely pristine, you can skip this and come back to it later. Okay. Benoit Blanc is back and embroiled in a celebrity murder mystery game weekend, which turns deadly at... An exotic, private island owned by a wonderfully vicious parody of Elon Musk and big tech billionaires in general, (laughs) played by Edward Norton. Oh, I said I'd try not to talk about him on the pod anymore, and yet here we are, again. After a series of comedic, convoluted, escapades. Johnson, in a tribute, I suppose, to Daniel Craig, ends the film in total destruction and multiple explosions of the island retreat. See, I didn't spoil too much. Apart from the end bit, maybe I did spoil that a bit. Daniel Craig is delightful as Benoit Blanc, who is writer and director Ryan Johnson's personal Poirot, with a lot of Columbo thrown in, in this variation of Agatha Christie's And Then There Were None, which is one of those Christie stories that does get remade a lot. One of my other favourite things is Harper's Island, which, again, is a adaptation of And Then There Were None, although horror-based. Back to Blanc, when we are reintroduced to him at the beginning, he is pure Sherlock Holmes as he bemoans his lack of mental stimulation. He copes with that, not with a solution of cocaine, but with staying in the bath semi-permanently in his apartment. In summary, Glass Onion is a flashy and fun sequel as devious as the first film, in which you again cheer for the underdog. If you liked the even better film Knives Out, inspired by Agatha Christie's The Mysterious Affair at Styles*, you'll like this. If you haven't seen either film, you're in for a treat. It was, however, cheeky that Ryan Johnson only teased a minor cameo featuring Vignette into Blanc's private life, that revealed almost nothing. In both the first and second film, the only relationship of any consequence I felt is his endearingly paternal attitude towards those he helps. The underdog. It's always nice to see the rich gits get their comeuppance. Oh, and that was my sort of non-spoilery review of Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Like I said, I feel that the first film is better than this, but this is very enjoyable as well. And that, my friends, is it for the show. In the after show section, just one thing to talk about, and that is regarding Old Who. Let us finish Old Who. Let's finish Old Who once and for all, Let us, this very year, make it our New Year's resolution to make a damn determined effort to finally finish this ludicrously long classic Doctor Who revisit started back in 2014, so help me God, so that we can move on to something else. Even as we are doing that Doctor Who revisit this year, I would like to add to the revisit and start revisiting other classic media especially vintage media. I won't use the word retro because everyone says that. I used the word retro, didn't I? Uh... Oh, and one last minute addition to the after show. Something I tweeted and then forgot to put in my show notes. Expect the regular-ish schedule to be (laughs) back-ish. There's a lot of ish going on. Yeah, I am hopefully aiming to do two pods per week. One is the usual geek, taped on Monday, uploaded on Wednesday. The other is the classic Doctor Who revisit and classic anything visit, as I've just mentioned. It's going to get expanded, taped on Wednesday and uploaded on Friday. That means... That from tomorrow, actually I can faintly see that the date has changed, starting from later today. I'll be taping another pod. Let's just see how that goes. Like I said, it's a bit of an ish. Things are not that regular. Oh, now that sounds scatological. About the show, about the show, ah, oh, I'm dithering, I'm sorry, I'm just never gonna finish this. So yeah, back to our regularish schedule, back ish to our regularish schedule. I'll shut up now and just take the opportunity to again say happy new year. Hope your years go really well and you start to achieve things that you wanted to achieve. It sounds like I'm talking about myself now. I probably am, so I will stop. The show that you just listened to is, as always, produced, presented, and edited by me, Roy Matour, a writer. Matur is spelt M-A-T-H-U-R. You can find more about me or get in touch at roymature.com. If you want to help, please review and rate the show on whatever platform you listen, recommend it to a friend or mortal enemy, or click on the contact or support link on the website. I can't emphasise any of those things that I just said enough. Please do that. Don't just listen to me saying those things and then switch off. Please, I need reviews and I need ratings. Lecture over. Thanks for tuning in. You were listening to Captain Roy's Rusty Rocket Radio Show, the UK Geek, science fiction, fantasy, and horror podcast, episode four hundred and seventy-one, recorded on Sunday, the first of January two thousand and twenty-three, but ending on Monday, the second of January two thousand and twenty-three, at zero zero seventeen. 21. Thanks for listening, and bye bye for now. Bye!